Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning. Welcome to On The Pace on the first day of May. I hope your weekend, if you were punting, was a successful one. Michael Guerin joining you to talk about all things harness racing predominantly in New South Wales, where we race at Bankstown this afternoon. We'll talk to Josh Gallagher later, try and find you a winner for the day. But on Saturday night, we had the very rare occurrence where the richest races in the country were harness races on a Saturday with the APG Gold Bullion Finals for the two, the three-year-olds and the older horses, both the trotters and paces involved. Two of those, driven by Cameron Hart. We had him on the show yesterday morning with Fred. Uh, also a couple of double successes for Belinda McCarthy. Both those, driven by Jack Callaghan, and he had three for the night. So he narrowly beats out his good mate, Cameron Hart, for skiting honours for the evening. Good morning to you, Jack. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. That's a pretty darn good night at the office. Yeah, good morning, Mick. It uh, certainly was. The uh, weather wasn't real pleasant, but uh, when you walk away with a few winners, it helps. Mate, uh, you're obviously still very much in the infancy of your career, and you've been driving on the Grand Circuit now for a couple of years, so that in itself is obviously a big achievement. But to be driving gold bullion final winners for Belinda McCarthy, who of course is married to Luke McCarthy, um, who you beat in one of the $100,000 finals, mate. It must feel pretty cool to leave the track knowing that you're not just an established Saturday night winning driver, you're now an established big race winning driver. Yeah, as you know, you always strive to be in these big races and uh, going into the night, I thought I'd a really good book of drives and most of the features and, um, you know, all the horses I drove raced really well and, um, you know, we're able to pick up a few, so it was good. Mate, we are used to having you, Jack, on the show, tipping us horses or talking about your association with good horses, but for those listeners out there who might be Greyhound fans or, or Gallops fans who don't know much about you, just give us a reminder, uh, how old are you now, Jack? Because you seem to have been around a lot longer than your age would probably indicate. I'm 21. Um, been driving for about four years now maybe a little bit longer and I've been uh, started in Newcastle for a couple of years and then moved down here and uh, everything's been going good since Have you been surprised how quickly you've become a Grand Circuit driver or one of the leading Saturday night drivers because when you were knocking around Newcastle being a regular in the winner's circle at Menangle must have seemed quite a long way away. Yeah, I, I always had confidence in myself that with the right opportunities I'd be able to get the job done. Um, obviously, probably didn't expect um, the high-quality drives that I've been getting of late probably to come as quickly, but um, you know, I'm very thankful for my owners and trainers that have been able to put me on some really nice horses right throughout my career and, um, you know, it makes it a hell of a lot easier when you are getting on those good ones. Let's talk about one of those good ones, Peaceful. A daughter of the former Wonder Philly Frith won the $100,000 three-year-old final. Now, 
She was beaten quite easily in her heat by Jewel Melody, but I thought this race changed complexion completely at the start, where Promised Land crossed uh, Jewel Melody, and then you were able to retake the lead, and that went from being uh, a bad draw to a good draw for you. Yeah, I thought on paper that looked the most likely scenario. Um, two, well, three starts ago, maybe now. Um, a similar thing happened uh, in the Easter Egg. Drill Melody drew one, and um, myself on Peaceful and Promised Land both drew outside, and we were both able to cross this. So I thought going into the race, I'd probably be the likely leader, and um, once we were able to get across pretty soft, I was fairly confident after that. What do you make of Peaceful? Because last season, she sometimes looked freakish. A couple of times this season, Jewel Melody's got the better of her. Is she still a filly who's who's still developing physically? Because Frith obviously got better at three and four. Peaceful seems to be, even though she's got a great record already, maybe a horse who might even be better at the back end of 2023. Yeah, she... She's still got plenty of scope in her mix. She's a really big, um, gangly kind of filly. She's taken a while to grow into herself. She's only had 13 starts now and, um, you know, raced right at the top level from the start of her career. So she's been pumping out some really solid miles right from the start of her career and been driven quite tough a lot of the time as well. So... I'd expect her to still have plenty of improvement and hopefully you know, she competes really well throughout the rest of the season. Your boss, Belinda McCarthy, of course, trains with Luke at Cobbity. They'll be sending horses, including one of yours, Spirit of St Louis, up to the Queensland Carnival. Any chance that Peaceful jumps on the bus and heads up there for the Queensland Oaks? Yeah, I'd, I'd expect it, that to be uh, um, you know, her next aim. She um she raced pretty well throughout the Oak series, probably a little bit disappointing in the final, um, in Sydney off a tough trip, so um we'd expect her to take benefit from those few races over the longer trip and um, yeah, I'd say that'll be her next day. She's by Sweet Lou, so is your second one hundred thousand dollar winner on Saturday night, Sweetheart Bart and Look, it all looked pretty easy for him. He beat the stablemate Don Hugo. Obviously, the barrier draw helped. Um, he looks a horse who was just below the best three-year-olds at derby time. Is he a horse who might continue to get better with a bit more racing? Yeah, I'd like to think so. As you said, he's probably just a touch below the real top ones, but even when he is competing against them, he's very competitive and you know, he's beaten a nose last year in the two-year-old division and um, won pretty comfortably this year in the three-year-old. So I'd say his next name will probably be the Queensland Derbies as well. He'll head up there. You finished second in the four-year-old final on Lightning Dan for Jason Grimson. And this race looked pretty formulaic. I think everybody expected my ultimate Ronnie to lead. And I suppose Lightning Dan did about as good as you could have hoped to get that close. Yeah, really wrapped with his run. Obviously, Ronnie was the class horse in the race. And, um, going into it, we probably didn't expect to beat him, but I'm just really happy with uh, Lightning Dan's effort. And He's a real hard trier and 
and to, to be able to get that close to running a little crap. Peaceful's little brother is a horse called Dashing. He ran third in his $400,000 finals. That's a hell of a lot of money. Um, third to Wardan Buddy and Storm Rider as Emma Stewart quinelled another feature race. I think Dashing's a horse who we really haven't even scratched the surface on, Jack. He's only had the three starts and he's already racing in 153-type mile races. What do you make of Dashing? Does he give you the feel of a horse who's going to go on and be a good horse? Yeah, he certainly does. He's a, a really green, immature two-year-old. He's taken a lot of improvement in a short space of time and probably even the last month. And um, he seems to, you know, early on he was doing a few things wrong. He galloped his first start and then ran a really good second. His second lifetime start in the heat and then, um, you know, on a, off track on Saturday night, he got home in a 26-3 quarter, so I think he's a horse that with time is going to step right up to the best of him, and um, I think he's got an extremely bright future. You drove Madrid to win her $50,000 final, and a lot of people would have thought that would be a pretty painless type of a drive. She was a dollar four. She must be a fun horse to drive, because those horses who have gate speed and they want to be there, and they seem to just get out there and love it every week, um, you got to love those ones, Jack. Yeah, for sure. It was a you know, nice little race for her to tick off. She was obviously the class mare in the race, and she just did what she had to. And um, Yeah, as you said, it was pretty comfortable. Uh, it must be great to have this sort of firepower potentially to head to Queensland. You told us on the show recently that you expect to be heading there and do some of the driving if Luke's not doing some of it. So it looks like um, Belinda is going to have a pretty strong team up there. Yeah, it looks that way. The team's been going really good of lately, getting plenty of winners and, um, you know, they're all seeming to enjoying their racing and racing really well. So, um, you know, the main focus turns now towards that carnival and hopefully we can... Um, get up there and get some of the money. You also drove uh, another winner for, for Jason Grimson the other night in, uh, in Tintin Joe. Um, funny horse. I mean, she's by Tintin in America, so you expect them to be very quick. And sometimes she's looked really good, and other times she just seems to still be learning what it's all about. What should the punters take from Tintin Joe, and, and when should we be chiming into her? Yeah, I really like this filly. Nico was first time I drove her on Saturday and she was only like a, a three-year-old filly up against the older ones and she came first over and, um, you know, I always felt the winner from the top of the straight, even though she won by a small margin. So um, I'd expect her to probably go to, towards Queensland as well and um, Jason has a nice opinion of her, so I'd, I'd expect her to be a horse to follow. My apologies, mate. I, I robbed you of a victory. I said at the top of the show you drove three. Of course, you drove four on Saturday night. They're pretty hard to get, so I shouldn't be taking them off you. Um, what about tomorrow? You head to Menangle, the Tuesday afternoon meeting. Have you had a chance to look at the form? Have you got a winner for, for the listeners who who are trying to get a dollar this week nice and early? Yeah, I've got a few drives tomorrow, Mick. Um, probably my better one would be Brett's Red, um, one for... John and Narelle McCarthy, I really like this fella. He's he's uh, by Lord Zinzan, which was 
uh, stallion that John and Narelle race. So, um, you know, they're having a lot of fun racing a few of his progeny and um, he's a, you know, really good attitude type of fellow with a little bit of speed. So he's drawn bad, but with a bit of luck, I'd expect him to run pretty well. Hey, Jack, congratulations on Saturday night. A, f- a four on a Saturday at Menangle's no small deal. Two of them being major $100,000 races and also some placings in the other big dances. So, mate, thanks for joining us uh, today and keep up the good work. Not a worry. Thanks very much, mate. Jack Callaghan, hard to believe he's only 21 years old. He, he actually looks 21 when you see him. He's, he's very young looking, but his body of work has been enormous so far. So... We've got some great young drivers in New South Wales, but they can't win all the feature races because once in a while, some of the more experienced drivers come from interstate and show them what it's all about. And one of those is Shane Graham, who, uh, a rarity here. We had a two-year-old trotting race, and it's not very often two-year-old trotting feature races at 125k would be won by Queensland trained horses but that was the case and Shane Graham that must have been very satisfying it's hard to get a good two-year-old trotter it's hard to keep them trotting it's even harder to travel them interstate and win 125k yeah thanks mate um yeah no I was uh, there Sunday night and um to come home with the money was even better so um yeah it was um probably my first time with a baby trotter and seems easy if they were all like him Let's talk about that because Queensland uh, about five years ago was almost non-existent for the trotters and there seems to be a renewed appetite for them in the state. Do you think it's something that's bedded in now? Do you think horses like this can can help Queensland become more of a trotting state? Because obviously they have the Inter-Dominions at the back end of this year, Shane, and some people are saying maybe they'll have the Inter-Dominions for good one day. And as you know, if you're going to do that, you need to have trotters. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, definitely, like um, like you said, a few years back, we sort of just um, probably relied on, you know, the cast-offs from inner states to come up with the trotters to keep them going. And um, But probably last year was probably the turning point. Um, the, the, you know, 15 to 22-year-old trotters, I think, getting around, and um, they actually went quite well. And I think one of them... Um, uh, Clayton and Emma ended up with that won the Breeders' Crown, or she might have been placed in it. Um, I've just forgotten the name, um, but she sort of come from Queensland, and you know, um, then this year this bloke he's our first one to sort of get out and about. But there's plenty educating and starting the trial, so I think you know, as time goes on, it'll just get stronger and bigger. Okay, so Agent Black won the race on Saturday night. With a horse like him, as a two-year-old trotter, do you know early, do they have to have that right attitude? Because obviously trotting's half the game and and then being fast is almost the other half. Is it a case that you know pretty early, Shane, whether they're with you and they'll do the right thing? Yeah, he was, um, like I said, I sort of, you know, I haven't really had too many baby trotters and... um, uh, but from day one, all he ever did was trot, you know. He, um, um, my father, dad, Aunt Wayne, he broke him in and he just, you know, like just trotted. And then each preparation, he just, all he wanted to do was trot. But um, I think the sort of thing, once I sort of probably knew I had something, you know, I think a little bit better than average was just the speed he could sort of roll along at. Um, 
and just hold it and still be strong um, in his gait. So that sort of must tick all the boxes. So he's um, yeah, he's always pleased, pleased every preparation, and he um, yeah, I think he's still got a lot upside to him. A Queensland trained trotter won the last race on the card too in Van Sank for Shannon Price who trained two winners. Um, I would suggest, Shane, it's been a long time since that happened. So, you know, there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel there. As you said, it's it's starting to bed in in the state, isn't it? It is for sure, yeah. Like um, yeah, like you said, you wouldn't have thought two Queenslanders would have got a double at, uh, especially in the trotting ranks at uh, Menangle. So, um, you know, even our, our open class trotters, they're getting... Um, they're getting quicker and, and better class and um, coming through the grades, um, you know, like I think we've got Derbies and Oaks on this season and I think they're going to be very competitive races. So, um, yeah, it is, for trotting, it is looking up in the state, that's for sure. Agent Black's only a two-year-old. Um, you've got a horse at a vastly different stage of his career in your stable called Turn It Up and he's probably one of the more remarkable horses in Australasia. He, he sounded like... He was almost finished a couple of years ago. Mark Purden, who can train a bit, decided to send it across to you guys, and he just keeps turning up. Another win two weeks ago at Albion Park. He, he's just a remarkable old horse. He, he must have a great attitude, Shane. Oh, he's, um, you can't even describe, you know, oh, I love him. He's just the most beautiful old horse. He everything, you know, he's got a great attitude and he loves racing and, it's hard to imagine, but sort of each season, I think this is his third season he's been over here, I, I still think he seems to be getting better. So um, I think he's eight now, and we're hoping if he can um, keep going how he is at the start of the season, once the carnival comes around, he might be able to crack one. Is he a horse, because he's had those leg issues in the past, who could get through an Inter-Dominion series? Because obviously this year the Inter-Dominions are in Queensland and it would be very tempting to line him up. Or because he's an older horse, would his joints struggle with that? No, look, um, the way he was through this, this winter carnival, um, or the past winter carnival, I, you know, probably three, four weeks straight, no worries. Um, he was at his standards, you know, and um, at this stage, oh, that's what I'll be aiming for the interest. Because, um, yeah, I think, especially being at home, not having to travel, and he'll, um, yeah, I, I think he will stand up to it, no worries. Shane, we're getting to that inter-dominion coming up and at the back end of the season. We've got a, a massive winter carnival, um, and you've got some good innovation. They, they shoot their races really well and broadcast them really well, that, that hot rods, trot rods thing seems to, to be a bit of fun out of Redcliffe. When you're involved in Queensland Harness, does it feel better than it did five years ago? Because, Shane, I'll be honest, I thought they were really struggling to stay relevant five years ago, but it feels like there's a real buoyancy about Queensland at the moment. Yeah, I, I think it is. Um, you know, everything's sort of going up. Um, the prize money, you know, it's great, uh, especially over the carnival. Um, they've all, you know, I think pretty much even our Redcliffe Cup, you know, it's gone up to over 100,000. Um, yeah, like there's, if you did have a good horse, there'd be no reason why you wouldn't be coming to Queensland because the, the prize money on offer over that carnival is, is terrific, you know, and I think um, any state, you know, would be happy to have that sort of line-up of races in their, their state, you know. So um, Queensland is sort of 
yeah, it's, it's on the up and seems to be getting better. Like last year was a stepping stone, and I can't see why this year won't be even better. Shane, you've got a, a small bunch of drives and a small team in tomorrow. And what's a very big nah, day, a full field day at Albion Park for their Tuesday twilight meeting? Um, can you tip us a winner? We love getting a winner here on Sky Sport Radio. So have you got something our, uh, our listeners should look into tomorrow? Or Shane, we're, we're not biased. We're happy to take winners at any stage. So if you have anything coming up, you just chime in now. Yeah, look, um, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow. I've, I've got a horse, an old horse, um, Rock Bottom. He's uh, numerically, his form doesn't look good, but um, he's racing real well and uh, he's sort of been up against the open class paces and He's dropping back to a, a veteran's race. So I think um, he's, he is drawn bad, but I think he'll run a good race. Just talk to us about that. Um, it's race 10 tomorrow at Albion Park, for those who are listening in. And, and it's called a veteran's pace. So how old do they have to be, or is it based on starts? Because obviously he's had 123 starts, and um, he's an old boy now. But what's the story with a veteran's pace? Because we don't have many of those in Australasia. No, they um, uh, um to sort of replace the claiming races. Um, a lot of people, when their horses, you know, got through there and reached their mark, they didn't want to put them in claimers. So I think they designed this race a veterans race, and you got to be over seven years old and uh, between the national rating of seventy and ninety-nine. So um, you know, a horse like Rock Bottom, he. Uh, he won a free fall probably six starts ago, but um, he hasn't been able to match it with them uh, since then. So he's dropped back down to a 99 Raider and he gets in it. So, um, yeah, it's just for those horses that, that are probably at, this, like, at the end of their career and not quite up to the open and, you know, or onto a Saturday night race and they can get into these. Um, in saying that, they're not as easy as you'd imagine to win because... You do still have a lot of these horses. They've won probably between 10 and 30 races each. So um, they're still very good old horses, but just, you know, probably at the end of their career. Shane, it's, um, it's great to get an update on how things are going in Queensland. It's going to be a huge part of our harness racing life in the second half of 2023. Well done on coming down to New South Wales and getting a two-year-old trot race. I can't remember the last time that happened at that level, mate. And thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, we'll be looking out for Rock Bottom Race 10 tomorrow at Albion Park. No worries. Thanks for that. Shane Graham, who had... Uh, one of the three Queensland successes on Saturday night. We're heading to Bankstown today. First race there goes at 1.42. There's small fields. Uh, Inter Dominion winning driver Josh Gallagher. I'm sure he never gets uh, sick of hearing that. Joins us for a quick chat. Must always be nice, Josh. Today that'll be sticking around with you for the rest of your life. Inter Dominion winning driver. Yeah, Harry. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's, um, it's got a good ring to it. Um... Never gets old, but um, you know, it's just good good to be a part of it. Mate, it uh, it won't matter in race three at Bankstown today. You're drawn out there in barrier six, and it can it can be a tricky place to draw out wide. Can Bankstown? But talk to us about Mister Jones because he's come up as the early favourite, and he looks a horse who, while the form looks poor, has a little bit of ability. He's won a couple of races, so I thought he probably found himself in the right type of race today. Four or five starts ago, he was really, really good at Newcastle. Yeah, no, he, he's been a good little horse. Um, he's just come up against better better opponents. 
Um, by Van Boss Baston that Ricky Atkins got went to Newcastle and went 56 over a long trip and um, you know I'm not not too worried about this barrier it's over the long distance here and um, if, if he can if, if he can be on his A game I, I think he can go all the way. Mate, interesting horse uh, in the fourth on the card you drive for Kiri Ann Morris is what a feeling. So you'll know the horse well and actually really well bred. It's actually a, a half to the horse who raced in the million dollar race by Grins recently who won the New Zealand Oaks. I got the feeling, excuse the pun, that what a feeling actually has pretty good ability. Am I reading that wrong? Yeah, he's just, um, he's a bit of a late bloomer. Um, you know, he never really sort of going to a late two-year-old and um, even coming back as a three-year-old, he's just taking his time and um, he's been trolling all right and it's first up at Bankstown, so um, he'll do better for the run and, um, you know, David Waits got a couple in it go all right, like Ultimate Ad and uh, Louisiana Freedom and even Tiger Tommy won two starts to go at Penrith, so um, pretty good little field here and, um, you know, we'll just come with one run and see what happens. In race five, you drive Ad Mayora, who I would have thought over 1740, you'd be trying to hustle early to keep the inside marker pegs and try and stay in front of most of them. Yeah, that's right. He, um, he does have um, some good day speed and we'll be using it to the best of our ability. And, um, you know, if he's in front, he it's generally likes to win. So, um, you know, there won't be won't be too many I'll be looking looking to hand over to. Is he a horse who could win? Because obviously you know him, he's obviously trained where you work, so is he a horse who who's still got a couple of victories somewhere in him in the right type of race? Yeah, I think so and um looking at this field it it's definitely the field that um you know, he he can come out and and be too good on the day, but um, you know, we just got to get to that first corner and being in front of um, any challenges. And, um, you know, if, if he's in front, I think he'd be hard to beat. In the last on the card, there's only six races today at Bankstown. The last goes at 4.50. You drive better to be tricky. Um, what a remarkable old horse. He's had 246 starts. He's won 24 of them. He's won nearly a quarter of a million dollars. And he just seems to turn up week in, week out. Josh, you're probably getting close enough to free money here because he could almost go around by himself. Yeah, no, he's, um, you know, he's still got his old tricks. He, he, um, he'll pull like a steam train in the, in the warm up, but when it comes to race time, he's, um, lovely to drive, but, um, you know, he just turns up and does his thing. Um, there'll be a bit of speed here, I reckon, early with Shark Dancer and Captain the Speed and, um, even Blazing Shannon might get off the arm as well, drawn, drawn from six. So, um, you know, hopefully they go hard early and, um, yeah, hopefully come with one run or even if we have to go to the chair when they back off, um, that's probably where his best race, races run. So, um, he's pretty versatile and, um, yeah, I think he'll be doing a lovely, lovely good trip in there. Josh, uh, I'll bet your best of the day is going to be Mr Jones in the third on the card. So for those listeners who are thinking, look, I don't really want to take a dollar forty by itself, what's your other chance of getting a divvy for us today? Place divvy, it might be a win divvy. 
if Josh Gallagher was going to tip two horses today or two bets to his mates at the pub, what would they be? Um, yeah, I'd have to go with um, Admiral in race five, drawn one. Um, you know, you've got to take take a good barrier with um, with every shot you can. So, yeah, would, would, we, would we get? Josh, would we be going the $5 win divvy there or would we go the $1.80 top three divvy? Um, no, we'll, we'll go with the $5 win. Might as well, mate, if you're going to have a bet, perfect. might as well go all in. Totally agree, Josh. Mate, uh, appreciate your time this morning, mate. Um, get round banks down safe today and yeah, hopefully you can uh, add a couple more victories to um, to what's been a very promising start to your career, up to 481 and almost $5 million in stakes. Running at 13%, Josh, we appreciate your time today, mate. Cheers, thank you. Josh Gallagher, who won the Inter-Dominion about 18 months ago, out of Menangle, and he is the driver to follow today at Bankstown. So the first there kicks off just after 1.30, uh, 1.42 it will be, and then Menangle tomorrow afternoon. Hey, thanks for listening this morning. I hope you have a great Monday. Uh, we'll be back with more On The Pace, which is always courtesy of Harness Racing New South Wales, 10.30 on Wednesday morning, and that'll be with Brittany Graham.